Welcome to you, me, and our couple's therapy podcast without the therapist. Here we will be talking about infertility, parenting, and everything in between. Hello and welcome to you, me, and I'm Jordan. I'm Kirsty. And you've mucked it up already. <laughs> what? Literally just said to you. I didn't realise you meant on that bit. Well, I literally just said it to you. <laughs> and welcome back to this podcast. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'll do better next time. I'm not going to re-record it because I oh, can't be right. bothered. Okay. okay, that's fine. I like it. Let's just go with the flow. Yeah. Just welcome back to this podcast. It's just the uncut version. Yeah, why not? Why not? Well, it's got to be. We're having to... We've already said we've got to make sure that we get through this fairly quickly because we're watching Love Island. We're New Islanders, aren't we? Yeah, well, yeah. We'll see how we go with it because we tried it last year. Well, not last year because it wasn't on last year, but was it on last year? I don't know. Well, we tried it one year and we was like, oh, this is too much commitment. We can't yeah. commit to watching this every night. And then we've tried this year and I'm actually getting into it. Yeah, I feel like more so I am. I remember the last time we tried it, I was just like, what is this? Yeah. I don't get this whole coupling thing. I'm going to give it an episode, I think. But yeah. still, yeah, no, I feel like I'm a little bit more into it and we, we do like these types we of do programs. like these programs i like these sort of programs yeah i mean we've watched what are you the one too hot to handle yeah what it was, was the one well. where the they were in separate rooms and spoke to one another but they never saw one oh, another yeah that was on netflix wasn't it yeah i can't remember what it was called but yeah i enjoyed that one they ended up having to choose whether we're going to get married at the end of it or not yeah I can't remember what it was, but yeah. Yeah, so we like those sort of programmes, don't yeah, we? Yeah, we do. So, uh, yeah, we're going to watch that. So this is why we're doing a, a quicker one today. <sighs> and to be fair, we have got a little bit to talk about because we have had something happen recently. Yeah. But beyond that... And you're ill. Yeah, I am So Ill. I don't know how long you're going to be able to speak for. I know. So, <laughs> without well, the thing is, sniffling. Yeah, you and Oakley have been ill for the past week and a bit. Yeah. And I've been absolutely fine. Until yesterday, when it's all of a sudden hit me. Yeah, and we're like on our way to getting better as well. And Unbe- now you've got it. Unbelievable. Should have stayed in the bedroom. Well, the thing is, you had like the bark and cough and all this kind of stuff. And yeah, I've, you've I've not, not really had, had that. that at least. I've, I've just got a cold. Yeah. I was telling everybody at work how I th- um, thought it was COVID and how we had to test Oakley. Cause what, I was, that you had COVID? I thought that he had it because he had the symptoms. Yeah, that was an experience doing that. That was horrible. It's the worst thing ever, trying to give him a test. Yeah, because I did a test as well, and they were both negative. So Yeah, yeah, we've done plenty, but... Yeah. Anyway, shall we get into the... Instead of uh, us just t- talking about how ill we are, should we get into, you know, talking about what we're here for? Talk, talking about click. <laughs> what? So, the last time that we spoke on the podcast, we had our implications appointment. We did. So that was us basically finding out what protocol we was going to be on, what medication we was going to be on, 
And that was basically it, really, yeah. from that one. It was just a little chat. Um, but then last week, we went to the fertility, cli- fertility clinic mm-hmm. together for the first time, mm-hmm. which was strange. In the building. Yep, in the building. And that we had our consent appointment. So we went through the forms again, basically went through everything that the nurse told us on the implications appointment. Yeah, the first half of the time that we spent there, I don't want to say it felt wasted or useless, mm. but as you say, it was essentially the information that we got. Yeah, you was you was almost close to annoying me in the waiting room at that point because we had because we went to go and see the nurse first, and she went through like basically everything that they went through in the implications appointment, and then we had to go and sit back in the waiting room, and you was like. Oh, well, that was pointless. This, this, this is pointless, isn't it? Sitting here, what are we doing here? And I was like, we've just got to do it. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? Because I don't think I was like that. You was a little bit. Because you was moaning about it, but you was moaning quite loudly. And I was like, God, shh, they might hear you. You're allowed to said, voice your opinion. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it's just like, we just have to go through all these details again and i did find it helpful going through it again with a different nurse and in person as well i did find it help like it was helpful in what way she calmed me down about the egg collection that was the main thing everything else was basically exactly the same as what so did you need to hear all that information again well it clarified it so it was because it's i don't know it's a serious thing, isn't it? So you it clarified I'm, I know what, it is, but I'm asking you. We didn't need the implications appointment. But so, so I annoyed <laughs> you from saying that, but you've literally just said the exact same thing <laughs> as me, that it was pointless hearing it twice. But that's, that's what you've just said. But it wasn't either, because it did... It's good to have it going in yeah. twice. Yeah. Or going in... Because obviously there'll be stuff that can happen the first time that you kind of miss, or that yeah. the second time you hear it... It makes more sense or whatever. Or things that you just need, like, clarifying as mm -hmm. well and reiterating or whatever. And being able to speak to her in person as well is easier because over the, like, Zoom call, it's difficult to kind of, like, ask questions and things. Mm. So... I would have found it... Because, I don't know, I don't think I was that annoyed at it. But if we'd gone down for the implications appointment and then had to go down for... The second appointment. Yeah, yeah, that would. I would have been, been annoyed. very annoyed. Yeah, especially because of the travel that we've got to do. Yeah, but the implications appointment is a thing because that's the one that we was waiting for the longest because mm-hmm. we had to wait so long for that because they had like a backlog. So the nurses had such a like a backlog of these appointments, and we had to have that appointment before we could have anything else. Yeah. So yeah, it's a bit frustrating that you had that, and then you're like basically have it again anyway mm. but oh, it's just one of those things that it? it's just they have to do so many legal things they have to tick off so oh, many yeah. boxes yeah because i'm pretty sure she had a breakdown didn't she because uh, did she not turn the paperwork around and then basically went right so we've talked about yeah, this, and i've yeah. told you about this and i've told you about this as well mm-hmm. so yeah that, they do have to go through it again yeah so that they know that they've ticked all the boxes. Yeah, and they know that you know what you're consenting to and what you're yeah. agreeing to go through and everything like mm-hmm. that as well. So I get why they have to do it, but it is just another one of those things where it's like, oh, just 
getting through all the boring stuff, <laughs> yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I did find it helpful speaking to her, especially when she started talking about the egg collection, because she did help, because I obviously showed that I was nervous about that, and I think I probably said that I was nervous about that part. Yeah, no, you did. But, um, you did with her. You yeah. did say that. But she she did help because she basically said best part is that you don't really remember any of it. So I was like, oh, oh yeah. well that's okay then. If it's basically like that, so I've had a child, I've gone through childbirth and I found that okay because I don't remember half of it. Mm. So I know that it was horrendous, <laughs> but I don't remember it. So I'm okay with that. Did she say something along the lines of um, that it is literally a split second or it's like a second's worth and then that was it for feeling the needle yeah well yeah well I suppose yeah because it's the needle going through but yeah. it, like I will be in pain like I am going to feel it although she said she said that I'll feel uncomfortable so I suppose it completely depends on how well the like the drugs work with your pain threshold and yeah. things like that, and mm-hmm. but I am gonna have, oh, how do you like the lorazepam, lorazepam, whatever it is. I'm gonna take yeah, that. Yeah, definitely in pan. Yeah, lorazepam. No, I'm sure it's l. Lorazepam. Yeah. But anyway, whatever it is, um, I'm taking that the night before and the morning of. Yeah. And that's to keep me calm. Which I was pleased about as well, when she said, like, oh, if you want to take that, that's an option. And I was like, yes, definitely. <laughs> I will take that because that is the thing that I'm definitely going to do. Because I know I'll be, like, really nervous. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. obviously I was nervous when I knew that I was going to be having Oakley. But you, I don't know, you quickly get to a point where you're just, like, out of it. <laughs> but. Yeah, with that, I think, because I'm going to know that it's coming the night before, mm-hmm. I think the night before, I will be really nervous, and I think yeah. I will find it hard to sleep, so being able to take that will definitely help to relax me. Yeah. And we heard, kind of, because we got told about kind of the timings and stuff that you would have to take, of, didn't we? No, that was the, um, never mind, I'm thinking of something else. I'm thinking of the time that we would have to go in in the morning, because she said... What was it? Between 8 and 10? 8 and 10 is when they do the egg collection. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, doing the trigger. We had to do 36 hours. hours before. Yeah. So, I don't know. I can't wait that out. I know it's in the evening anyway. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, so, when... Ours is a Tuesday. The egg collection. Yes. Well, hopefully, yeah. If everything goes to... Because we've got our plan now. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it would be... So that's between 8 and 10 on the Tuesday, you would take the injection between 8 and 10 on the Sunday night. Yeah. Just yeah. so you know. Thanks. <laughs> so, yeah, so we went through um, all the information again. We went through the content forms and stuff. And we got to find out our dates. We did. That was the most exciting part. Finding out the dates, mm-hmm. finding out the dates and having our plan. So I've got that all highlighted, all stuck up in the kitchen. I've got it written out in the calendar and in my diary. <laughs> so we found out the dates during the kind of second meeting. Yeah. Of being there, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Not with the... Because I don't know, what would, what would be the official title of the first person? What would be the... F- 
I don't know. I think they're just all nurses. All nurses. I think so. Yeah, so we met with one nurse who told us, talked us through everything again, just mm-hmm. like we did with the implications. But then we met with a second nurse who got us our dates and stuff, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. So that was exciting. I was kind of... I think I was slightly hoping... I had a slight bit of hope that it was going to be sooner. So I was a little bit gutted when it was... Because mm. the first nurse on the Zoom call said the end of August for like the egg collection. But I didn't realise that it was going to be literally the last day of August. <laughs> hey, she said the end. So I was thinking like, ah, maybe she means like the last week, like the week, like the two weeks, last two weeks of oh, August. Yeah, the 20th onwards. Yeah. No, and no, then, 31st. Yeah, literally the last day of August. So, yeah. So then obviously she's got to, they have to work backwards as to when we then start the very first lot of injections. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we finally got our dates at least. So I'm happy now anyway. I, I was yeah. a little bit like, oh, but, but happy at the same time because we did actually have the dates. Yeah. But yeah, now it's just us basically waiting again to start that now because we've we had like a month because our I start my first injection on the 25th of July. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we've basically got a month to wait now before then. But I'm kind of okay about it really because I just think that should go quick. Like we've been waiting four months. One month isn't going to take that long yeah really so i feel okay it, i think it's still kind of like oh like having to wait a little bit but it's not too far away mm. so you mentioned something there which was included in the second half of that meeting which was the injections yeah so we got shown how to do it mm-hmm. and you were quite like i don't know what the word would be what? Not maybe not nervous. I don't know. So obviously the nurse showed us how to do it. Yeah. And even she said that she was making mistakes because <sighs> obviously I had the cap on the needle, but she had the cap off. Yeah. She's like, oh yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. You'd have the cap on when you're putting it together and stuff like that. But then, yeah, she showed us it and ran through it quite quickly. So you know, putting like the needle together, mm-hmm. putting it into the bottle, withdrawing, giving the. Think a little flick to get the air out, drawing some more out so that you get it to five, and then she put it into that weird little triangle thing and went, oh yeah, you just slowly inject it in. Um, do you want to have a go? And you looked at me like, yeah, yeah, yeah you definitely want to have a go. And I was like, no, it's just like giving Calpol. <laughs> it's literally like, like Calpol. I was like, what? And that bit, that's what I can't like get my head around. Like we was there, we was at the fertility clinic for quite a while, like over an hour. Yeah. Like between these different um like appointment kind of things that we had. And the in- showing us how to use the injections was the quickest part. It was literally it was, about two and a half minutes, three like, minutes. Seriously. And I was like, this was the part, apart from finding out the dates, that was the part that I was like really waiting for and really thinking like, right, got to focus. That mm. This bit's going to be like a big moment, like finding out how to use them and everything. And it was, it was literally done within like two minutes. Yeah. And then we was on our way back home. And I was just like, so we've now got to wait a month. We've got to try and remember all of that of what she's said. And within a month's time, do it. That's just mad. It's just like I still find it quite mad. The fact that we like, I feel like a little bit more chilled now. Uh-huh. 
but as we get closer to it, I think I'm gonna find it mad. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Once it once it gets to it, it'll be a bit more daunting and yeah. stuff like that. Whereas at the minute, it is it is literally just measuring something out. Yeah, it's th- not looking forward to the, you know, the needle going into you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not so much the pressing of like the thing so that the drugs yeah. come out. That's not gonna matter. It's it's like stabby part. Yeah. That's the part that's gonna take a while to do. Yeah. But yeah. The whole thing was literally right, you've got this um what would be the word for that? Like, I don't know, it's just like a f- what, the flesh thing? No 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 the you know the the thing that you use for cowpole. Like the syringe. Yeah, syringe, that's the word. I couldn't mm-hmm. think of the word there. Yeah, it is literally just like that, isn't it? Because yeah. it's just upside down. You withdraw to the amount that you want. Mm-hmm. I know it's slightly different with the air in it and stuff like that. Yeah. But we got shown how to do that. Mm-hmm. As long as you get it to five. I know, and that didn't even look that complicated. No. But, that, and I think that's what's mad, because you think of all these sort of things as being, like, because you have to have a four-year degree to be a nurse. Like, you've got to do a lot of training. And I know they do it a lot more than just, just injecting. Flick, <laughs> flick in a syringe. I know that the... Yeah, they definitely do a lot more than just vaccines and injections and things like that. But I don't know. You just still think that it's going to be a little bit more complicated. Yeah. Or you think that there's going to be a little bit more seriousness to it. And when we had that part with her, I was like, there wasn't... Like, it was just so, like, laid back and just like, ah, the. I like the fact that she agreed with me. <laughs> you probably didn't. I know. I was like, you'd not be saying that when you're having to try and stab me in the belly. Like, because I remember saying it, and she was like, "Yeah, yeah, you're right. It is just like that." And I, was like, <laughs> I bet she was secretly thinking, "Lord, help that girl." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more than likely. <laughs> how but, do you feel about like actually like so now you've been shown how to use the injections? How do you feel about actually like doing it? Because we've said that you're gonna do it. <laughs> You're going to do it. Yeah, we've said that I'm going to do it, but have we not said that you want to try and build yourself up so that you can? Yeah. Because we've got plenty of weeks of doing this. Yeah. Because I've got three weeks of injecting with just that one first, and then at least two injecting with two. So yeah. how... Yeah, yeah. Can you do the maths? Because I was trying to work... Well, I wasn't trying to work out, but I did think... did pop into my head the other day where I thought... How many needles am I actually going to end up, like, injecting? Did you say two weeks for the second lot? Yeah, but then that, we've got two. Yeah. Uh, 59. So you've got three weeks of one, which is 21. Oh, my God. And then you've got two weeks of two, which is 28. So, yeah, then together it's 59. 59? hmm Technically 60, because you've got your trigger. Trigger one. And that is if we stick to this timetable of what they've said. Yeah. That is ridiculous. I never even... I wish I hadn't have asked. <laughs> I wish I'd have just stayed in my little, like, non-mathematical brain and could just be naive about it. 60? Mm-hmm. That's, that is actually quite mad, isn't it? Imagine if you went to, like, the doctors and you had to have an injection. 60 times. Well, when you kind of work it out, because it's, yeah, let's just say five weeks. I know it's a little bit longer than five yeah. weeks. Is it, would, it, would it reach six weeks? Well, it depends. It Possibly, like, or almost. 
because it depends on how like I respond to the like the second drug. Right. So if yeah, so if it is if it's five weeks, for example, mm. it's like one and a half per day. Yeah. Like across the course of everything, but if it was six weeks, it's one a day. Wait, have I done that right? I don't know what you're saying. I feel like you're making it more complicated. Yeah, no, I have. Sorry. I knew what I was trying to say, but I've just completely said it the wrong way. <laughs> but yeah, well, anyway, if we if we just go off the fact of, like, everything goes smoothly and we go to exact plan, like, that is still a ridiculous amount. Yeah. I know what I've meant now, but I'm not going to say it. So how do you feel, anyway? Because I, I, I don't think you actually answered that. Um, I, I kind of answered it before, but, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel better stabbing it into your leg than what I would your belly. Why? Because, I don't know, belly's quite a sensitive place really, whereas your leg isn't. Like your thigh, it's not really I don't know, place. I feel more, I feel like it would hurt more in your leg. Because mm. like what I said like the other day, like your leg's slightly like, I have got fat thighs, but like you can't pinch it as well as you can like your belly like your belly's a little bit more especially again because I've had Oakley is a more stretchy mm-hmm. than like my thighs so I feel like you can it's not as I don't know not not that it's not got as much feeling but I feel pinch, like it's not your, as pinch your belly and then like as yeah, a pinch as a nip as more. a nip nip yeah and your thigh hurts no, more no definitely not it does definitely not does well you've got no. no like belly fat whereas I have I do have you seen this <laughs> no I feel like I feel like your thigh would hurt more most See, women look, do it in their belly look, imagine putting a needle in there yeah but then imagine put it in in there oh, just stab it nah well we've got plenty of weeks to try out everything to be yeah, fair because didn't like don't diabetics or they used to stab it in their leg well, the diabetic that I knew, she did it in the belly. Literally, I know everybody I'm, like, I've seen has always done it in the stomach. Oh, what's the one that, like, oh, what do you call it? Like, you know, like, EpiPens? Yeah. They're generally stabbed in the leg, aren't they? I don't know. But we can we can play about once we get used to it. We'll be like, yeah, let's inject anywhere. <laughs> once we, like, get used to Not it. Not that we're going to. No, because that would be silly, because that yeah. would be a waste. Not that we're going to, but does it have to be the belly or the leg? Yeah, because can you remember? Because that's the, because um, I was Googling the other day and I was showing you like pictures of the bruises and stuff. Yeah. And it says on there what like the nurse had said, it's got to be, and I, I don't know how you say this word though, the subc- subcutaneous part. Right. Basically, you've got to get a part that's got fatty bit. What about your bingo wings? What are you saying? I, don't mean, I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't necessarily mean you. I just meant what about your bingo wings? Well, there probably is like other areas, but they're probably the easiest areas: mm. your thigh and your stomach. Because yeah, because I didn't know like because your belly kind of makes men, uh, make makes sense because it's not too far, is it from yeah? That but I know area, that's what that I thought. Area. Yeah, that's what I thought originally. I thought oh, you had to do it there because it goes like directly there. Well, I didn't think it went directly in, but. It's not gone very far to yeah. travel to affect that, that area. area yeah. Whereas, obviously, then when it's your leg, you can't go. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then, if it can go in your leg, why can't it go in your arm? Because that's not got as I don't know. It's not got the I don't know. Should have asked the nurse. 
But I'm sure it's because it's got it's got to go into that like the fatty layer rather than the muscle layer, right? Of your like skin mm-hmm. layers. Whereas, what, like, happens, that, what happens if you're like a proper gym goer? Well, that would still be muscle on your arms. No, I meant like on your legs though. You could have like proper tight uh, thighs, couldn't you? Good. Well, then you do it in your stomach or something. What happens if you had a pack? I'm not saying six pack, but what happens if you had a four pack? It'd be interesting. Yeah. But you're not a gym goer. No, <laughs> so we don't have that problem. <laughs> so I'll just be. Yeah. Pinching my belly fat for you. <laughs> this roll is going to come in handy <laughs> for once. <laughs> I feel, I don't know, I don't feel as nervous about the injections now that she's shown us. Because yeah. I thought when she shown, was showing us, I thought, I'm going to hate this part. Mm-hmm. But I, I actually watched it because I... Somebody at work was say asking me like, "How do I feel about using like doing the injections? Like, how do I feel with needles?" Yeah, and I'm like, "Well, I don't like love them, but I don't. I'm not scared of them." Uh-huh. But then I thought, "Am I scared of them? Because I don't look whenever I get an injection or whenever I like have my blood taken or anything. I just don't look." You don't gonna look. But the first time I do it. But yeah. actually, when I had my COVID jab, because this was after just after we had the. Um, consent appointment and we got to see the injections and everything um i did actually i didn't i didn't look at her putting it in uh-huh. because there was this other woman talking to me at the time but i did look at it i did look at the needle I, like i made a conscious effort to actually look at the needle just to try and like get used to it yeah no but you don't have to watch it though do you yeah i know but if i want to do them to myself i'm gonna have to be able to well, look yeah <laughs> be quite odd just looking away yeah if you were doing it to yourself do you think you'll be able to stab me then i'm gonna have to i hope you're not all shaky and nervous i hope you're quite like confident when we do it yeah i don't know i think i will be but it is gonna be a bit bizarre Mm. it is is gonna be strange i'm not trained yeah to do it it's like I think previously I've said, oh, it's not natural for someone to be doing it. Mm, I we're think... currently going through a time where people are getting stabbed for a vaccine, so... Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they're all trained and mm-hmm. are used to doing it. Yeah, I'm not. I think that I will like kind of take over quite quickly. I don't know whether I'm just feeling very confident in myself, but I kind of feel like I need you to do it first so that I know what it feels like. Even though I know what an in, like an injection feels like, but I've never had one done in my stomach. Yeah, I was just about to say that. And I've never had one done by somebody who isn't trained in doing it quickly either. I don't so, think anyone's had a... Well, not many people. Yeah. So I feel like I need you to do the first one so that I kind of get that... So I know how it feels. I know how it feels to... Do it slowly instead of just... Because, like, nurses are so quick at doing them, aren't they? Like, injections and that. They could just go, like, boop, 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 and it's done. Whereas with us, because we're, like, nervous about it, we are going to take longer. Yeah. So, yeah, I want you to do that. And then I feel like once I kind of know the feeling, I feel like I would just be like... Especially if you're still a little bit apprehensive, I'll be like, oh, just let me do it. I feel like I'm going to hold it like a pencil. You know, like, when you first put it in? Yeah. I feel like I'm going to, like hold it at the end mm. to then put it in I don't know why well yeah to kind of keep it steady it would make sense to do it like that yeah. I'll be getting you to watch like YouTube videos before we do it anyway <laughs> so just to get the right technique but it's exciting though because we get the medication this week we do Woo-hoo! after you were 
threatened that it wasn't going to come in time. Yeah, because before that, I think, well, the last week I've been in a bit of a mood because I've been ill. I've been ill, I've been on, and I've been at work, and I've just been grumpy. I think as well because I kind of was hoping that we was going to be starting, like, injections and that sooner. So I think I've just been really grumpy the last week. But then we got the text to say about the prescription and that we could get it um, sorted for delivery. And since then, I've been like, <gasps> like that got me excited. It's I haven't felt for. excited before then, but mm-hmm. what did you say? And it's been paid for. Oh, yeah, exactly. So we've, we've got it all sorted. Yep. It's ready and it's coming on Friday. We're going to have two boxes, she said. We've got one that's going to go in the fridge and then one that's got to be room temperature. But that'll be exciting. I'm looking forward to getting it all, seeing what we've got and putting some of it in my little box, getting it all organised, having the other bits in the fridge and then it'll massively feel real then. And then mm. that's why it's a little bit frustrating that then we've still got like three weeks yeah. after that yeah. to wait. We've got all this medication in the house and we've got to wait three more weeks before we can use it. Yeah, you're kind of just waiting to start then, aren't you? Yeah, because then, yeah, that's it. That's literally the last bit then, mm. just waiting for the 25th. So, yeah, so it is exciting. We are getting, well, massively getting somewhere now. Oh, yeah. Is there anything else that you feel like we need to know from that last one? Because I do have something to tell you. But it's quite exciting. Is it actually exciting? No, it is. No, it is. What? I'm not taking the mic. (sighs) Is there anything else first? Well, no, because I want to know what this is now. Well, no, is there anything else first? (laughs) Well, no, I don't think we've got anything. There wasn't anything else from that appointment. Okay. Right. So, um, today I was speaking with my line manager at work, and he was talking about. um, So, we're doing this like training at the minute, like after school and stuff, uh, basically when girls fall out, how to deal with that mm-hmm. and stuff. So next year when my lot are in year 10, mm-hmm. they're going to receive like the assembly and have it delivered to them and stuff like that. And at the, so all the girls will be in the hall doing that and the boys are going to be doing like something else. So this will be like doing a PSHE lesson or whatever. So they might do something on like sexism or whatever like that. And I, I asked them, is there an opportunity that we could deliver a session on fertility and infertility? Did you? I did. Oh, that's good. What did he say? He thought it was a really good idea. Oh. So it's the first time I've told him about, like, yeah. what's going on and stuff. Um, but yeah, you know, he thought it was a really good idea. So he went straight to, well, like, not straight to, but his office is next to the woman that, like, creates the PSHE lessons mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um. And he was like, oh, no, I really like that idea. So, he, like, when he went back to his office, he spoke to her. And she was like, oh, no, yeah, that's a good idea. Oh, that's so amazing. Next year, I think they're doing, like, drop-down days. So, like, where they'll be in school, but they don't have their normal lessons. They'll have, like, a PSHE day. So, like, mm-hmm. they'll learn about, like, loads of different things. But I think fertility and infertility is going to be in there. Oh, that is really good. So. So you'll be, like, tossed us. Told you. Oh, yeah. I told you it was a good thing. Would you? Will you like be delivering any of it, or like be speaking? Like, no. Oh, why? Because I don't want to. Oh, why? But you're gonna be like a professional by then. <laughs> <laughs> we could probably go through this another you're four gonna times. Be like, right, guys, if you don't want to pay 
this amount of money and have to do this amount of medication and have this amount of invasive procedures and things, then look after yourselves. Mm. Basically. Um, well, yeah. not like that, not, I'm not saying that we haven't looked after ourselves, mm-hmm. though. Yeah. Because obviously, infertility, like, it's not because you don't look after yourselves, but it doesn't help if you don't look after yourselves. Yeah. Just be aware of everything, guys. That's all. <laughs> Which is, again, something that I'd said to him, like, they'll be doing stuff that will have an impact on it, and they yeah. don't really know, and I just said, like, I used the example, I'm blocking up again. <laughs> We're gonna have to wrap up soon. <laughs> proper, yeah. Ugh. Anyway, but yeah, like the boxer shorts, like the tightness of them and stuff like that. So yeah. I'd spoke to him about like the uh, the Rod Gilbert documentary, mm-hmm. and just spoke about that. I, I don't feel like I can talk anymore. <laughs> no, but that frustratingly, is, it is really good though because I I. I've always thought this, even before us actually going through this, like even through school and everything, I always thought like, why am I not being taught about things that I kind of need to know? Yeah. And especially for, well, not especially for, like there's so much that a man needs to know as well. They need to know that it's not all down to a woman. Yeah. Like that there is things that they could do that impacts their sperm quality and everything and that they do need to think about their fertility as well because I feel like men literally don't think about well not all men but I feel like in general teenage boys especially and young men don't think about their fertility at all and they don't think about anything like that until they are in the 30s and they want into Mm -hmm. then they want to have a baby whereas for girls again I'm generalizing but I feel like it's they're a little bit quicker to be thinking about families because at the same time it is kind of pushed on you a little bit so even if you're not necessarily wanting to have kids young I think like you automatically do kind of think about that anyway you think about if you want to be a mom and Mm -hmm. things like that because you you are kind of pushed into that way of thinking a little bit more but especially for girls I think there's so much that you need to learn Mm -hmm. at school you need to learn about your fertility and you need to learn about like things that are normal and things that aren't as normal so you know when you need to push to be checked out at the doctors because there's so many girls that are living like in pain like real pain and they just get fobbed off because it's just they're just like well it's just your period but it's not like Mm -hmm. you shouldn't be in that much pain from having like obviously you're gonna get like your cramps and you're gonna have like your couple of days where it is like a little bit more painful and you or you get your like your backache and things like that but there's girls that are living through like real real pain and they're just getting like oh she's just off school again like she's just wagging school because she's having lady problems or whatever and it's like like so I feel like it's really important and I do think like it's important that the boys learn about the girls as well mm-hmm. and the girls learn about the boys but definitely like from my point of view the boys need to learn about the girls so that they know that certain things are, are normal as well within yeah, the but bodies then, at the same time the girls do need to learn about the boys just as much yeah because I'm not saying that every couple that are in high school are going to stay together forever but say if one of them do Mm-hmm. that one girl needs to know 
what could impact on their fertility yeah. down the line. So you can't, like, yeah, it has to be both ways. Yeah, yeah, you do. It does, they definitely need to learn about it all. And they do need to learn about, I think people are scared of teaching teenagers about, like, infertility because they might think that, oh, well, then they'll just think that they need to have babies now. Which, yeah. But he, I don't... He kind of he kind of alluded to that in some sort of way. But I think there's a way that you can be talking about it that doesn't do that. Yeah. Like, you just need to make people aware of these different issues so that they've... so Because there's some girls that all... Like how I was, that I knew I wanted to be a mum. I knew I wanted to have kids. And I knew I wanted to have them fairly young. Like, that's mm. all I wanted to do. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Mm. Like, I knew that I wasn't going to have... I wasn't gonna have a baby when I was a teenager I knew I was gonna wait until I found like the right person and I had my own house and things like that but I also knew that I did want to have them young so and that's okay but yeah I think it I think there is a way that they can be teaching the kids Mm -hmm. this sort of stuff just so that they are aware of it and I do think it is really important because otherwise you get to our age and you're like this things like what I've said before like when I've read some of my books yeah. and I've been like it's actually a relief to know that that's normal in my body mm-hmm. and it's madness that I've had to get to my late 20s to know that yeah which I think is just wrong but yeah so basically I think that's a really good thing thanks <laughs> kind of went on a bit of a rant yeah I was gonna say <laughs> I'm getting quite passionate about this yeah I was gonna say that I think you quite like that, don't you? <laughs> I do. I get so passionate about it. It's just because... Oh, I, I think you're going to go again. Yeah, sorry. But I don't know what like sex education is like now. You have a better idea than I do. But all I remember when I was at school is them putting a condom on a plastic dildo. Mm. Showing us how to do that. And... There was another time in a primary school, and I think this was my very first one, and all I remember from that one is they dipped a tampon in a jug of water, and it freaked me out because it, like, really expanded. And then um, they showed us lots of pictures of really horrible STIs. Yeah. I don't know about, like, the practicality side of it. So, like, the the condom going on or anything or whatever. I think they do that. I think they do those visits in, those visits for us in a mm. middle school, so yeah, early secondary school right. age. Because I can remember that happened to me when I was here. Mm. It was middle school. It was, it was never high school. Oh, right. Um, but yeah, I imagine, because obviously I don't teach, mm-hmm. but I imagine these lessons where they're talking about it, I think it will be literally safe sex, how to do so, STIs. Yeah. That's what it'll be. Mm-hmm. Which, obviously, they do need to know about. Yeah. But there's a, there's a wider... Exactly. ...range that they need to know they about. They massively do. Well. 100% you need to be taught about your actual body. About a natural, normal body. Yeah. Like, and it's just madness that they kind of don't talk about that. No. But that was a nice little rant for us to end on. Yeah, because I need a lamps up. <laughs> yeah, you do. So that's basically where we're at again today. Yep. Have our dates. We do. 
and we're just giving ourselves up for injection time. So at least the next time that we do this, we'll be closer. Yeah. I think we should say goodbye now. Goodbye. (laughs) So it's goodbye from me, the one that is slightly healthier today, and goodbye from... Mr. (laughs) Lemsup. Bye! Goodbye!